Good because Danish. Audio library. Hello Good Because Danish followers! Today we have a slightly different treat for you. As you can hear, we decided to give it a go and record an audio material for you. Sit comfortably, relax and listen to our interview with Pernil Nick. Her musical moniker is Nilenik and she will release a debut EP Power Pain Pills Percussion on May 12th. We talked uh, with Pernille about her background, being an indie DIY artist, of course about the debut EP, as well as uh, Danish society and the music industry. We would like to get to know the project, your your music moniker Nile Nitz. I hope I pronounce it correctly. <laughs> yeah, Nile Nick. <laughs> Nile Nick, okay. Nile and actually my last name Nick is uh, originally from from Poland. I guess my grandfather moved to Denmark. He was from Poland and he moved to Denmark after World War Two. He took this Nick name with him to Denmark, and then I have it in my real name also. So I use it in my artist project as well. Uh, you have a very interesting background. As we found out, uh, you have a degree, a master's of science in engineering. Yes. Uh, you also work and you make music. Yes. So can you tell us where did the passion for music come from? And do you remember the moment when you decided to record and release your first piece of music? I've always been very creative. Uh, as a child, I, uh, I draw quite a lot. Also, um, I guess the creativity runs a bit in my blood as my both of my parents were playing in bands when they didn't have kids. And um, also when I fell asleep as a child at home, I fell asleep to the sound of my dad playing the guitar and my mom singing along. So uh, it's always been there as a natural part of my childhood and my life in general. However, in my teenage years, I also found uh, that I was uh, very... Uh, good at math and, and all the, the, the hardcore engineering courses, actually. And um, I, I decided to go that way in terms of having a good, solid education in life. But at the same time, I kept this creativity inside my heart. It wasn't actually blooming at that time, but it became back late, it came back later to me. After I uh, finalized my education, I got a job in the uh, offshore industry, in the oil industry as a project manager. And I actually worked there for 10 years. And during this, these uh, 10 years, I actually also started to taking uh, singing lessons just to, to keep the creativity um, fire burning. My singing teacher, my female singing teacher was a woman called Mette, Mette Dam actually, and uh, she later became uh, my first uh, producer. And Mette was very good as, at keeping, keep pushing me towards writing more songs and, and, and she also taught me a bit about the music industry and how to enter the music industry if I wanted to release some of my songs. So she actually talked to the creator inside of me that, that um, made me uh, want to try to share my songs with the world. You also do everything regarding your music by, you, by yourself, yes. from songwriting and co-production to release uh, music videos and PR. Yes. And uh, uh, you call this approach genuine indie. Yes. Can you tell me uh, what do you think are the advantages of such approach and 
Do you ever think of going under the wings of an indie record label, for example? For me, it, it was kind of the perfect way to do it because I have this uh, engineering and project management background and I have uh, my competencies within this, this field is, are, very, are very strong. I guess with that background, it, for me, it was rather natural to do things by myself, to release my music by myself. And, and also, I find it very powerful to do it by myself because when I'm dependent on, on uh, somebody else, for example, a label, I'm dependent on their way of working and their deadlines and so on. So for me, it makes sense to do it this way. And that being said, I'm also reaching out to other collaboration partners and also um, co-producers in order to, to make my product, my project as good as possible. I've learned from my, my short, short time in the music industry that if you can do things by yourself and do them good, you need to do that by yourself. Your debut EP is coming this May, actually quite soon. Yes. It's called Power, Pain, Peels, Percussion, and it includes four songs which uh, are very characteristic and speak about important issues which I think are not that often commented in music in general. What was your thought process when uh, collecting these particular songs for the EP? The thoughts about the EP was that for me this is my very personal project so when I'm writing songs to this project it's about my life and my experiences and uh, about the experiences and, and life uh, of my dear friends and surroundings in general. I wanted this first uh, EP to be uncompromised in terms of production and reflections and style and sound so to speak. In the title there are four piece power, pain, pills and percussion. And I like to work around this concept for this EP being that the power is actually one of the tracks on the EP. I have a track called Save Island, which was actually already released last year. And that song uh, marked a very um, special part of my journey as a producer, as that was the first song I ever released that I've produced 100% by myself. That song for me represents a lot of power in my project. And then there's the pain. That's the, the track on the EP called Lane of Hope. That is a very personal song about the need to, to escape the painful parts of my emotional life at times. And then there's a Not Okay, which is Pills. It's about, you know, um, yeah, antidepressive industry and so on. Uh, finally, that's the, uh, the percussion track is actually Birds of Prey, which is uh, actually a metaphor for, for, for some women who like to hunt men down. And as you said, uh, the previous to the release of the EP, uh, we already had a chance to, to hear the single Not Okay, which actually really touched us at Pikas Danish and, and made us think. Lyrically, it speaks about the problem of drugs and how the, the, the drug industry is taking over people's lives. Yeah. How did you come up with this uh, topic? Because uh, we were kind of kind of shocked at good because Danish because usually <laughs> well, Denmark is seen as one of these the happiest nations in the world and everything <laughs> is so perfect and great and people yeah. are smiling but it seems like many Danes are actually affected by by mental health issues and they run away from it into drug abuse yeah I can't talk uh, much about the, the general statistics from Denmark I'm not sure whether we are more uh, using more drugs than uh, Europe in general but from my point of view, I have uh, I know quite a few people who are using drugs to ease sort of the pain in life, and um, I think it's so good and it's so positive that the Danish 
health industry are detecting these issues at a very early stage now. And I think it's also very good to be able to talk more openly about depression, anxiety and so on, and the consequences of living a very um, performance oriented life. Uh, however, I also find sometimes that it seems like we are everybody's chasing the perfect life and um, that cannot happen. And when we realize that cannot happen, we <laughs> become rather depressed. And um, I see that in, in many of my um, friends and my, my family that it is difficult. This life is difficult and living the life as we do today, where, where we spend more time in traffic, the work tasks are becoming much more complex than previously. There's a lot of pressure on our generation and much more pressure and a higher risk of getting stressed than we saw a few generations ago. I also wondered, is it uh, maybe uh, the case that many people feel the pressure of uh, of social media in a way yeah. that you have to always smile and you share yes. all these positive uh, notes and photos of successes? So you yeah. say you are okay even if you're not really okay. Exactly. And, and, and um, actually, the inspiration for me for this uh, song also came from a, a very dear friend of mine who, who has been dealing with stress and anxiety for several years. And you're completely right about it seems like everybody on the social media are living the perfect life. It can be very hurtful and painful to see that that is not the reality living life as a human being will be painful. And I and I, I actually, I contribute to that by myself because in my artist profile on, for example, Instagram, I don't put up pictures of me being sad or, you know, uh, the hard days in my life, but they are still there. I'm thinking about it and I'm conscious about how I uh, use my social media and how I uh, comprehend and, and see other artists' social media profiles. You're a strong and powerful woman, and uh, do you feel that the situation of of women within the music industry has improved, or do you still feel that you have to fight for everything more than men do? Because it's also a very big topic still, I think, the, the equality uh, in the music industry and how women are treated uh, in different areas of the music industry. First of all, I think there's still a huge problem in the industry. There is still an inequality between male and female artists. And if we look into the statistics, you can see that the airplay list and the festivals and the concert listing top 10 are all men. It seems like it's getting better. They're getting um, more female artists and label owners are contributing to a more positive tendency. We see all these initiatives, for example, Hun Solo, High Sister here in Denmark. And uh, I guess they exist because they need to exist. And those women who are establishing those projects have been experiencing the inequality by themselves for many years. And I still think it's very, very important for, for everybody in the street to be aware of this inequality. We should talk openly and honestly about it and not ignore it, so to speak. Good Because Danish, sharing the best Danish music with you. For more, go to www.goodbecausedanish.com.